climbers, we got another Nashville Nights International Songwriting Festival interview with none other than a hit songwriter and hit artist, Eric Pasley. This man wrote Barefoot Blue Jean Knife for Jake Owen, which, mm-hmm. as you will learn in the interview, was not just a hit song, but I think it was like the song of the decade. It was huge. Uh, huge. For, uh, for I, I think it was like a 10-year song, essentially, like that. So uh, super, super cool. This guy, is, this guy when, you, when you sit down and talk to this guy, Brent, and you get to hang with him, you just realize, like, he's a smarty pants. He's, this guy's like really <laughs> super, super smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Like it was just an enjoyable to hang out with him. And you just feel like if I could hang out with you for another hour, I might be able to disprove the Pythagorean theorem or something like that. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, we had a great time with that. So enjoy this interview with Eric Pasley. Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is the key in the new music business. You're not going to be plucked out of obscurity. The the big company isn't going to make it happen for you. You've got to make it happen for yourself. That's the bad news. The good news is you don't need anybody's permission. You just need to create leverage in the music business. C-L-I-M-B. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's a Baxter from my co-host and good friend, Mr. Brent Baxter, who's also a hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple number ones in the last 18 months in Southern Gospel, making miracles happen in so many different levels. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then ultimately get you connected to the pros with those mission-critical relationships that are going to get you to climb up the ladder. You can find Brent very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Look, if you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. Johnny. Hey, guys, this is Johnny D. from the Climb Show Music Business Podcast on American Songwriter Magazine's podcast network. You can find that at americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. We are live reporting here from the Nashville Nights International Songwriters Festival in Odense, Denmark. And my guest here today is Mr. Eric Pasley. Eric, thank you. Welcome. Good to, good to be here. We're hanging out in Denmark. <laughs> We're hanging Where out are in y'all? Denmark. you got to come to Denmark. Come up across the pond. <laughs> That's right. What, um, first time in Denmark? First time in Denmark. What I've been, uh, I mean, it's beautiful, lovely people. Second friendliest place, happiest place on earth. Most popular answer is people. Yeah. People are amazing. Good. And, and then uh, the buildings. <laughs> yeah, the buildings. I've, I've done many tours in Europe so far, at least for a country and Western singer. Right. Uh, I, I think we've done four or five tours in Europe. Um, so my goal is always to add another country. So, so you sing both kinds of music? All country both kinds. And, and Western. Western. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. I love that. So, um, well, talk a little bit about how you got on the festival. Like, how did you you and Blue end up? I mean, I've you? known Blue Foley for years, yeah. and he's just such a hoot to be around. He's so fun and happy, <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's just a blast. And uh, um, I think after the year that we had, it's like anyone reaching out, you're just like, hey, I miss you, man. And, uh, you know, whenever you get a text from Blue, it's like, what's going on? And he called me, and... He didn't have to convince me too hard to say yes to come hang out in Denmark. So it's it's glad it's it's good to be here, and there's so many so much talent and so many fun friends, and getting to hang out together here safely, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it feels very freeing that that so many people are vaccinated here, and it's just the, the country's open. It's open, yeah, yeah, it really is. It's great. So um, I know everybody on this festival is just truly amazing. We got a lot of great talent. Is there any up and comers that caught your eye that you like that you think? It's pretty amazing. Emma and Hunter, and there's just some really good talent here. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool. I mean, I've been on the road so long. Like, there's like been a pocket of, I've, I was in Nashville for so many years, just the grind of riding and riding and, I, you know, trying to get labels to sign you and then trying to get other people to record your songs and all of that, that you're really entrenched and, and you kind of have your crew that you come up with, mm -hmm. with riders and you know everyone in town. And then, record deal and you go tour and tour and tour and when you get home you don't go out as much as I used to mm -hmm. um, and so it's cool to like be in a world where I'm getting to meet the younger new talent and all kinds of people coming up so sure. it's uh, I think I've realized that that's happened over the years so I'm trying to make sure I get to hang out around the, the new excited talent coming to town it's invigorating right yeah it, uh, it adds a different perspective and uh, that's cool how when you pick a writing room is there, is there a certain thing that you do? Do you feel you're stronger on melody than lyrics or lyrics than melody or anything like that? And you choose intentionally yeah. that way or is it more just... It depends on the day, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, 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 it's always intriguing to have the soundtrack playing before you write the, 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 the words in the movie, you know? Right. I always think, like, if this, if this is the soundtrack, what would they say, you know? And then flip it on its head. But... Um, I don't know. It, it depends. There's definitely been a lot of hits and a lot of just songs I write that fall out of the ceiling. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes you show up with a melody and an idea, or, and then it totally gets changed. You just never know. I mean, that's why we write so much is when a great idea shows up, you don't screw it up too bad. <laughs> that's right. You got a couple other people yeah. in the room to keep you on track from, from yeah. hitting the guardrails. But right. I, I mean, I like, I like both ways. There's definitely times where I'm just sitting there typing away as a co-writer's just... You know, coming up with genius, but uh, yeah, you're just uh, trying yeah. to capture all the wind. Yeah, uh, and there's sometimes out. someone else is catching what I'm doing. So, but it's uh, it's more fun when you share. Tim and Tim and Tyler and I wrote today and oh good, caught a good song and uh, so yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Um, let me ask you this: in your opinion, what's the difference between for American songwriter um, audience? What's the difference between a good song and a great song? Um. An opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a really good it's, answer. It's in the, it's, Someone's opinion. It's in the ear of the beholder. You know, I mean, it's uh, it, it, there. There are good songs that um, are so attached to people's lives that they're extremely special, and there are great songs that they will never hear with no rhyme or reason. Mm -hmm. Just no one. No one was recording at the right time. But I mean, I think uh, ultimately, to me. The difference between a great and good song is every line in the song uh, 
can mean this much or could mean this much. Like if mm -hmm. you really look at the lyrics, how do they write it? There's just genius lines or just, it could be very simple or extremely smart, you know? And yeah. uh, um, I think the best songs are that, but also, I mean, the best songs are, a great song can connect to everyone. A good song can connect to one market. So in my world, yeah, you got me thinking. I think the greatest songs anyone in the world, regardless of what flag you're under, what language you speak, can be moved by it. Mm -hmm. A good song might only speak to this group of people. And I think mm -hmm. I'm always aiming to write a great song to where, because I think music's the ultimate, I keep saying it, the ultimate passport. Like you don't have to have any, uh, you don't have to have a passport to go where these people are at when you get to hear what they're writing or singing. And I love listening to all kinds of music in the world and and uh, trying to be inspired by it and not, you know, not keep myself in a box too much because music is always changing. People are always changing, mm -hmm. but I think love stays the same. Is that tricky to do when you're, you know, on the bus all the time, touring around? Um, I, I mean, you got a stereo, just turn it up, you know, <laughs> listen enough. to music. Uh, what if we had this device pay attention. that could answer all the questions and reach all the music in the world? Yeah, I'm not amazing. Can't that. We have so many answers, but we still can't find the answers. <laughs> That's the truth. They're all uh, there. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's always, it's definitely been inspiring coming over here and hearing so many great writers and great music and yeah. remembering what your buddies wrote. Dear God, like all the hits. Right, like, really? <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's just, it's great to be out again and great to be out in the country where everybody's running around free and, and, and having a good time. And I haven't heard a cough yet, so it's kind of good. That's, <laughs> well, that's good, that's right. That's right. Um, so when, as an artist now, when you pick your team and, and put that team around you, what what are you looking for essentially, like component-wise, like pieces of the puzzle? As an artist? Yeah. Uh, on the artist side, I, I mean, as writer and artist, you need to have a champion. You mm -hmm. need to have someone that is always, they're such a fan of yours and believe in what you do so much that they just don't take, they'll take no, but they don't believe it, mm -hmm. right? And that means if someone's ever selling you or your song, their eyes say it. Mm -hmm. So if they're not a fan of you and they're like, he's the best thing ever. This is the best song of the week. <laughs> you know, like, well, I don't believe you. Why should I play it? You know, I don't believe you. Why should I book them? Um, so, I mean, like, you know, any, any, any new kid or old kid or whatever, I would just say, make sure that your team is made up of people who are truly a fan of yours yeah. and have time to work with you. Um, and, uh, don't just sign at the giant company because the big guy sells you over. Make sure who you're actually working with is a fan of yours and they're actually talented enough to get you where you need to go. It could be a blessing or a curse, right? Oh, everything is. Yeah, that's true. So uh, as the tide is changing here and the paradigm shift is happening in the marketplace, is there anything that you're doing to get the art, your songs, and the artist yourself in front of new eyeballs outside of broadcast platforms yeah i mean definitely just the fact that uh you can put new music up whenever i've, I've been working on some music to put out and the goal is to put you know it's like if you put out a thousand songs this year not mm. that i'm doing that but i mean it's like well if nobody hears it nobody hears it but if one takes off and it's a phenomenon you right. look like a genius you know but it's uh i guess it's uh you know how many lures do you want to throw in the pond it's like 
Well, you might get one to buy it. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. But um, anything like on the on the promotion side of that, I guess, because I know you have a, like a, a fan base that will lie down in traffic for you. You know, yeah, you we actually um, there's so many interesting things uh, with uh, like blockchain NFTs and all this type of thing. There was we, they just announced I'm, I'm working with a company called Solo. Um, I and we're going to we're just it's it's it'll be interesting with like ticket sales and. All kinds of things. We're just going to start flirting around and seeing. I, I, I enjoy making art and, and all kinds of other things other than just music. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what, uh, where that goes. But I mean, I'm always, we've always got a project going on. If we're not renovating the house, we're coming up with cool ideas to get music out. But it's, it's always changing. I, ha- I definitely, I can dance really well. I haven't you, really. You got that I haven't, fallback? Yeah, but I, I all That's my, good to know my TikTok is full of DIY stuff. <laughs> so if you need to know how to lay a shower floor, a shower pan, I'm kind of like, I'll just do the DIY stuff. <laughs> come, I danced enough on stage with high class. You can watch those videos. Go, go watch me moonwalk or something. <laughs> but, uh, I like to hear that fallback. I, yeah. I, that blockchain stuff, we had an interview on the podcast with um, Edward McCain, mm-hmm. who teamed up with um, William, uh, I'm forgetting his last name now, he's a, a super high-powered music attorney. Mm-hmm. His co-counsel brokered that Beeple deal, wow. which was like astounding. And then a guy named Rick Wells, who was the tech blockchain expert guy and they're putting yeah. this whole thing together and the it's yeah basically everyone's like what in the what is about blockchain, blockchain? But eventually you'll figure it out yeah i think actually yeah. i don't even haven't figured it out yet but i mean it's uh basically if i buy a ticket for a show mm-hmm. i can't go scalp it because they know basically you'll never buy a, 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 a t- if i'm a scalper outside of name of coldplay concert edmund whoever yeah. tim mcgraw Luke Bryant, like you're gonna grab the ticket and they're actually fake. You show up to the counter, you yeah. just paid a hundred bucks for it, three hundred bucks for it, whatever, and they're like, "This isn't a real ticket." Ah, oh, it's not a real ticket. 
If yeah. you so if I bought a ticket and I can't go to Luke Bryan, I can sell it on blockchain to you, yeah. and it's 100% real because of how that system is laid out. Like you can't fake it. The idea that an artist, instead of like the radio stations or the labels, could own the first three rows yeah. always, yes, and then give those out as they saw fit, yeah. And with, or also I could go make an album and only my 10 super fans get to buy it and they can do whatever they want with it or yeah. a thousand fans or a hundred or a million. Fans. It's literally, there's no rules. The and I could, yeah. The it's, problem is uh, like, like imagine uh, I tell people with that, like imagine being able to say if, if blockchain existed back in the nineties, like, you know, I was one of the first 10 Nirvana fans mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like, no, no, no. I really was. <laughs> I was one that I bought one of the, the ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that there's interesting with that, and I love that it's. I mean, from paintings to art to this amazing animation, it's uh, to music now and just tangible. It's becoming a, a, a more of a receipt for a tangible item as well. Right. Um, is just really interesting and. Uh, I think hopefully we'll make sure that everyone is paid fairly and also that people aren't taken advantage of. And it also shows you how many how many people have extremely bored money. My goodness, yes. some of these paintings and stuff. <laughs> like the discretionary like, Yeah, one of those, if only I bought one of those gorilla right. paintings. They're like, one sold for like $6 million or so. I think I don't uh, even know what, but it's, uh, but the, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, I mean, I'm always learning and intrigued and, uh, just it, the entertainment is endless. So yeah. Like, anything you want to say about solo, like what you guys are? Doing I mean, there? Uh, we're just starting to work together, so just we're like brainstorming. Uh, we've got some NFTs that are not tangible, and looking at doing some things that are mm. that are tangible. I like building things, so we might have uh, some products come up that there's only a limited few of that I've actually made. And I, I think it, it, as a platform, I love that it eliminates the middleman. And then also gets everybody paid in the secondary market too. Yeah. Well, it is, is interesting on the songwriter side. I mean, even with PROs, it's like I'm grateful they pay all of us. But my buddy at BMI might be paid twice as much as me at, at ASCAP songs, you know, or vice versa. And uh, you're like, well, why? And they're like, well, we do, we can't. Uh, there's a rule. There's no there's no way to show you. If only there was an a blockchain of plays equal this, this is what you're paid. Uh, but as a songwriter, that's not how yeah. it works. And, and I could get, we could get real dark, but, but it's not dark because I'm grateful I've been paid <laughs> something I don't in want my to career. Go there, yeah. I'm not complaining, <laughs> but it's, uh, I, I think it's healthy. Transparency is healthy. The uh, truth yes. is healthy. I, I can handle the truth if it's truly the truth. Yeah. Now when opinions and hearsay and just like mafia style business just shows up. You're just like, come on, what yeah. the heck? And, and um, there's a, there's a old bank robber back in the 1920s named Willie Sutton. Mm -hmm. And they interviewed him one time. Cause he was like a big sort of colorful character in the news all the time. He'd rob mm -hmm. a bank, be out with the movers and the shakers and the beautiful people in the town with the best suit. And then he'd get busted and go back to jail, break out, rob another bank. And they asked him, why, why do you rob the banks? And he just, well, that's where the money is. You know, and the, and the reality is whether it's a PRO or sadly a charity or, you know, mm. a, a government body or anything, wherever there's a boatload of money, somebody somewhere, pension, someone's trying to, to figure out it. how to create a new rule yeah. to take it from it. So I love the directness of that block. I mean, I think it's, and, and that has nothing to do with any individual, any company. It's just, it's, 
It's just, it, it means they would have less headaches. You know? yeah, Dear well, Lord. Right. Wouldn't it just be more fun if it was fun? Yeah. I was thinking about it. It's like, I kind of want to run a label just to like, do you like this song? You don't like this song. How about we pick another song? Who here likes this song? Yeah. Now let's have fun. <laughs> you real? all like this song. We don't have to ask someone to write us a whole packet that we paid way too much money for to see if we actually like this song. It's like, you love music, I love music. Do you like this song? I do. Is it gonna blow your mind? No, but I really wanna drink a lot of beer and dance my ass off. You know, it's like, or is this song of the year? Yes. Will it be on the radio? Maybe not, but we're gonna win a Grammy and this artist will be around for forever and they should be. You know, understanding what you have and why it's special and how, how can you take that to the next level. Um, I'm always inspired by that and I always, uh, uh, I, I always believe regardless of what someone does, if it's special, uh, it should be heard. And that everybody's special, you know, ultimately, regardless yeah. of how famous you are or aren't. I'm sure there's plenty of people watching this. It's like you might never have a song heard on the radio. That doesn't mean your song's awful. Yeah. It might mean it's too good, you know, yeah. and that's a whole other thing. That's a whole um, other thing. And that means never give up, keep writing, keep having fun, keep listening. Uh, good vibes are always good, even though we're kind of getting in some dark waters there. But it's, uh, I think, it's finding, finding the light at the end and, and uh, making sure that you don't lose sight of we get to move air for a living and have a lot of fun doing it. And we got to fly over to Denmark and do it over here. So yeah, they it's a whole love lot of fun country music over here like it's amazing we got a lot of post interviews with attendees that were there and i'm like why did you fly from norway to come and see this you yeah. know do you want to say that on camera they're like yeah yeah country music like we love the stories we love you know they're, they're really responding to that and so i love that you guys did this and you came over and you were part of that so yeah let's wrap it up there i think this is good to be fun, here right i'll be back i'm sure you'll be back <laughs> i will be back too. i'll definitely be back well i'll actually be back in april and may i've got 25 dates with the shires here just in the uk so england scotland okay um i'll be with yeah with ben and chrissy any new releases that we need to talk about for a second um nice guys out we just started releasing yes. the nice guy we did we shot nice guy live uh me and the guys in the band uh, spaced out and, and, and rocked the whole album from front to back. So, And that album's out and there's plenty of music videos. I actually shot all the music videos here in Europe on a tour a couple years ago. Really? Before the album came out. It's almost out of year. I think I caught some of that stuff when I put the promo. Yeah, so Amsterdam, Oslo. I mean, we were a Schaffenberg, Germany, all kinds of places. Oh, cool. And, uh, and my distant cousin Brad Paisley and Charles Esten and all kinds of people are in uh, the Nice Guy video. So. <laughs> okay, I gotta check that out. So, <laughs> we've been posting away. Where, where, where can they find that? Your, it, is uh, it? Instagram, all of that. It's Eric, pretty much everything's Eric Pasley. That's really good. Okay. Yeah, P A S L A Y. There we go. All right, guys. Johnny D from The Climb Show, Music Business Podcast, and American Songwriter Magazine's Podcast Network. That's americansongwriter.com forward slash podcast. Once again, broadcasting live from the Nashville Knights International Songwriting Festival here in Odense, Denmark, with Eric Pazla. Eric, thank you so much for being a part of it. Okay, Talk to you soon, guys. All right. So we're back. I, man, wasn't that cool? That was like uh, a super cool dude, man. Really intellectual, really good it's fun watching him sing and play because he's a player too man you mm -hmm. know and a singer you just see like when he gets on stage when he gets into doing his thing and his head starts bobbing and he just goes off in yeah. another world it's a palpable it, yeah. thing yeah so we hope you enjoyed that we hope you learned something guys and we want to encourage you to come out to the festival this year in 2022 
and send in your questions. Don't forget to do that. We've got, once again, interviewing Tony Arada and Tony Lane together, Lee Thomas Miller and Bobby Pinson together, Chris Wallen and Marla Cannon-Goodman together, Bridget Tatum and Emma Zink together. Let us know what you want us to ask them. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.